Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So that I watched had anything to do with any of the things he wanted to talk about. This is <laughs> knock on the door, point two, 2.0, whatever it's called. Adam, I think that was a better intro to the podcast than whatever I could do. This is the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. You can follow oh, us on Twitter it. at Watch Neighbour, yeah. I just, I just, yeah. I sneakily pressed record then. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I wanted to catch you mid run because mid run Adam is fantastic. He's gold. Let's do it. So we've, I, we've been, well, me and Adam have been watching episode three thousand twenty six to three thousand thirty. Uh, Timmy is here for for color commentary, should we say? Uh, first thing I want to talk about is what we missed. Because there was a little gap of episodes that we missed. And do you remember the last podcast when we talked about uh, Indiana Harold and going on an orienteering adventure? That didn't really happen. No, it did happen and we missed it. <laughs> oh, the scouts. I, to- I yeah. Yeah, forgot about that. They went They went on an actual orienteering uh, expedition and someone fell off a cliff and Harold had to rescue them. Wow. So we missed Indiana Harold. That's quite a big deal. I know. That's a fucking massive deal. But Instead, you've made me watch episodes where they go to fucking Crown Green Bowling for some reason. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, And one other thing that we missed as well is that Darren and Shannon had a little kiss at the uni ball. Uh, Tim, you remember who Shannon is? I remember Shannon Moore, who's a male wrestler. That's what I'm picturing. Okay, now Shannon is the mum who Toadie had a thing for, but rejected him. Uh, mm. And I'm and, and quite impressed with this because they've kind of snuck this under our noses a little bit, I feel. Uh, because they've, you know, from the episodes we've been watching, they've been spending a lot of time together and getting on quite well. And you're like, oh yeah, they're good mates, but no, Shannon wanted more. No, it was fucking obvious from day one, you absolute idiot. It was obvious. They were bonding in the park. They both took the kids to the park. She was very... She almost held his hand at one point, which I know for you is like a red flag to a bull. So it was very it was very obvious that this was going to happen. There'd already been tension with Darren and Tony for other reasons. This was just the next level to it. Would you please wake the fuck up when watching me? <laughs> I felt this was very subtle. Uh... <laughs> I dread to think what subtle would actually be in your head. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Darren and Shannon had a little kiss. Uh, Darren feels guilty about kissing Shannon, uh, but Shannon won't let this drop. Uh, Toadie figures out what's going on. He, he catches them uh, having little clandestine conversations together. But Darren thinks he's got away with it. Are you laughing at the word clandestine? I'm just you saying it, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, 
see, part of part part of me when you said that thought that maybe you think it's like some sort of citrus fruit. Or something like that. Like, <laughs> oh, that quite exotic. Yeah, I had a clandestine <laughs> in my Christmas stocking. It was uh, juicy, but like, also quite tart. It, it sounds, sounds like a stone fruit, doesn't it? it may, oh, it's maybe yeah. one that you can get in Australia as well. I know they do have stone fruits around Christmas time. So, so yeah, Darren thinks he's got away with it. But then later, a picture of Darren and Shannon kissing comes shows up in the newspaper, in the local newspaper. I mean, it's good to see that the local newspapers got delivered. I didn't see that at all. And you, how did you not see that bit? I don't know either. Um, I wasn't paying attention, possible. Or just thinking back to previous podcasts, you've completely made this up. Now, I don't know. I don't know if if I might have missed it because it does happen, but. I don't know. I feel like you've completely made this up. Why were they in the paper? I don't know. I don't know why. It was some sort of uni ball. So it's kind of, it's it's local newspaper fodder, isn't it? I suppose. But for your photography of two people kissing, I'm not quite sure. Who saw this? Who found this in the paper? Darren sees it in the newspaper and then realizes, oh shit, Libby's about to go see this. So runs off and to, to go explain to Libby. And that's no. why they, now now would be a good end. time to dump all the, no, all the newspapers down the drain. No, this that is would be the wrong time. This is completely wrong. That's the last saw that I the last bit that Darren did was he was worried that Toadie was going to tell him he takes Libby to um, a picnic. Um, they go for a picnic, and yeah, we don't see the picnic, to... which is upsetting. No, you don't see the pit. You don't see the picnic, but he's took her to the picnic. They've had a nice time at the picnic. He's got some food left. He brings it back. He brings it back and says, Toadie, you can have some of this food left over from the picnic. Toadie says, I ain't eating your fucking picnic because he knows what's happened. <laughs> this bit with a newspaper, either you've watched an extra episode. I've, I've missed an episode or I want to repeat it again. You're making this shit up. Um, <laughs> pick one. I don't know. I'm definitely not making it up. Uh, I want to do a little because... So uh, Toady has a word with Shannon as well about this and warns Shannon off Darren. And Toady mentions the fact that uh, Darren has cheated on Libby before. So I I wanted to do a bit of research, a little bit of backstory on Darren. I wanted to find out what this guy guy was about. And I found some shocking things. And I don't think you're going to believe this. Darren was in jail. If if you fucking made it up, I won't. So... Well, I can, I can assure you I've not made this up. Uh, Darren was in jail twice for robbery on both occasions. How do you feel about this? Wish it had been something worse. <laughs> what like did he what? steal? Uh, it was an armed, I think it was an armed robbery the first time. And then the second That's time. That's better. Uh, armed robbery is better, is it? Okay. Um, I think second time it was just some sort of stealing from a... a, a Supermarket or something like that. Just make it up if you don't know. His way out. <laughs> make it up if you don't know. Supermarket. Yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> uh, do you think being in jail has changed Darren in any way? He seems like an all right lad. Um, he's do you think it helped? The... Do you think it actually rehabilitated him? Or do you think What's it made his job? Him worse? 
He is like a rent house renovator now. Okay. We he get he like renovates houses and then sells them on. I feel like he sorted himself out then. Mm. Libby's a nice girl. I don't. How do you think he would have survived in prison? Because he's a very pretty boy. Just like keeping his head down and staying out of trouble, I imagine. Like no, the last thing you want to do is keep your head down. Keep your head down, stay out of trouble. Don't don't anger anyone. Maybe find a friend. I don't know. I think he just probably did his time. Regretted it. Regretted what he'd done and, and got out. I'm not sure why you're insinuating that like any untoward things happened to him. Is this why you wanted to talk to talk about fucking prison? Yeah. So in the notes, you said you said make sure you can talk a bit about prison because you've done some research about nothing that isn't in the episodes that I've watched. You might as well have just watched another a different program and said we're going to talk about that. <laughs> I I would get murdered in prison is the answer. I'd either get murdered, kill myself, or get bummed into oblivion. None of them would be much fun for me. <laughs> Tim thinks otherwise, but for himself. But there you go. Why would you go to prison, Adam? Um, poor. I don't know. I don't think I'd steal anything because because I know you go to prison for that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So I, I mean, feel you, like you... some. I'd be. I, I feel like it'd be an injustice in some way. Like it wasn't me. They got the wrong guy. Maybe, maybe I was in the wrong place at the wrong time or something, and I, it happened to me. I don't know. Tim, how maybe. would you go to prison? Oh, Tim! Tim's going to prison. <laughs> Tim's going to prison for all sorts of nefarious incidents. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about the Ben storyline now. So Ben's back home, and him and Jeff are bonding. Until Jeff shows Ben a video of the video crash. The, Tim, this the is the one memory crash. you had. The vi- the That's video. an old-ass memory, that. <laughs> yeah, I did call it the video crash. Well, it was a homemade video. Apparently, Lance is the one who videoed it on his, on his camcorder. Uh, so Ruth gets very, very angry with Jeff because Ben proper freaks out. He proper goes all rain man about it. Uh, <laughs> he does go on Rayman about it. Uh, but again, Jeff eventually, you know, kind of wins Ruth back over and with this 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 fame charm that he seems to have. Uh, so, yeah, we, we finally get to see that moment, Tim, that you've talked about. Uh, I just want to say, in that video, in the home crash video, fuck me, that car flies. Mm. The car spin around as well. fucking flies. It hits another yeah. stationary car and like it defies all laws of physics. It absolutely fucking flies. It's again, we've missed a, a, a great action sequence there. We've missed the Ben crash and we've missed Indiana Harold. Uh, we just seem to get the episodes where not a lot really happens. Bad work. I feel like we're doing a great job just making something out of the shit that I have to watch every week, to be honest. <laughs> that crash was really good. It was like a proper. Uh, Fast and the Furious crash or something. Uh, so one of the ways that Ben and Jeff have been bonding is they're going out for beers during the day. They're going to the pub. Um, is day drinking with someone who's got brain damage a good idea? Always. We don't know what he's having at the pub. 
His voice seems to have lost that thing that he had going on for a few weeks. So he might be all right now. Um, I don't know what he's actually drinking at the pub. He might just be having a J2O or something. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think Jeff's the kind of dad that if you tried ordering a J2O, be like, what the fuck are you doing? Get a lager. I, I don't... Jeff, Jeff would be on the wine. Definitely. He'd be, he'll be, he'll, he'd straight away he'll like, get me a bottle of white wine to start off with. That's my starter drink. I'll sink this to, you know, level out a little bit and then I'll start hitting the other stuff. Um, yeah, I really don't, I don't think he's... he's Are you speaking drink. now as in like you're, <laughs> you've been Ben and your dad has taken you and made you drink lager while he necks a bottle of wine? Or are you Jeff in this scenario and you're knocking back the wine and you're taking your little boy and making him drink lager at the pub? Which one? <laughs> Sounds like one of them. Uh, it, it depends if uh, it depends if child services are listening or not, really. Depend on the answer. Uh, no, I just I'm the little boy in this scenario. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't think it's a good idea going out drinking when you have brain damage and you can't you can barely walk as it is. He's got his frame. He's faking it. He has got he has got his frame, which is a proper old Granny Zimmer frame that he proper like comedy shuffles along with as well. Um, one of the questions I want to ask about Ben um, is this either now. A superhero origin story or a villain origin story? Right. Because it's going one way or the other. You said this to me in the in midweek as well. You said, oh, superhero origin stories. And that, so I'd got that before I watched any of the episodes. And I thought, okay, I'll give I'll give him a break and watch him. Watched him. And each episode I was watching him thinking, is that what he means about superheroes? <laughs> and then I got to the end of the fifth episode. Or what I thought was the fifth episode. Might have missed one. Still don't know where the fuck this was going. And even now, even now, it's become clear that you've decided it's the Ben storyline where this was. See, there's stuff about Toadie, and I thought you were going to make Toadie be a superhero at some point. But no, you've gone for Ben in this scenario. The brain-damaged cripple. So I'll be interested in why, why you're entering <laughs> this way. So what are you on about? I'm thinking he could end up being some sort of Mr. Glass kind of supervillain. Uh, especially with his bad influence, Dad Jeff, as well. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be some sort of uh, half man, maybe half machine. Uh, I, I don't know what you're on about. Have you seen Neighbours? <laughs> this is weird. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> We do predictions on this show and we kind of like think of like silly things that might happen, but also that might have a bit of reality in the show. You've gone completely off. I don't know what you're talking about. Tim, please. I mean, I'm kind of hoping that he's got some other examples because it'll just add a little bit of spice to it. Well, I suppose the, the, the greater point I'm driving at is that I think <laughs> there is a grand there is a grand plan here. There, there is ample opportunity for a neighbor's verse. And I think this could be the kickstart of it. 
Because there's so many stories, there's so many backstories, there's so many people who leave to go on to do other things that they, they could be an entire franchise based around this. Adam, you look dumbstruck. No, like, because <laughs> that, like, I get I get what you're saying there. There's, there's, there's lots of characters in the show. We know that. They all live on the same street. They're, they're neighbours, essentially. Um but and I get like we haven't seen everything because we've joined it on episode three thousand, and then I like I like the idea sometimes of like oh who would get a spin-off show and things like that because that obviously happens a lot. But making them making him a superhero like this is a legitimate thing that might happen in the next few episodes is mental. It's like you've realised that that. Winter Soldier series is coming out on Disney Plus, and you're quite excited about watching it. And you've thought, "Oh, I'll I'll get that in the neighbors podcast somehow." It's absolutely ridiculous. It's 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 almost like you like you just you're coming around to like, oh, there are there are stories and things everywhere. One week it's neighbor neighbors is like Shakespeare. This week it's neighbors and. And DC and, and Marvel, they're, they're kind of the same. I'm not saying all of them have to be superheroes. <laughs> None of them are going to be fucking superheroes. It's neighbours. What's going on? But I think if there was ever going to be one, it would be Ben. He can't walk. Doesn't stop. Doesn't stop a lot of super. Is every superhero a lot of superheroes? It doesn't stop a lot of superheroes, right? I want three superheroes <laughs> that don't walk. Now go. You like your superheroes? Uh, you know Professor more than me X. anyway. Professor X. Professor, Professor X is Professor the easiest Xavier, one. Professor X, good one. Next one. Uh, one that doesn't walk. Uh, you can't say there's Aquaman definitely... just because he swims, and you can't there's say there's... Superman because he flies, because they can both they walk. walk. There's definitely others. There's definitely others. Uh, there's one in Batman. Uh, what was she called? She was Batgirl, but then got paralyzed. And now she's like, uh, what's she called? I can't remember what she's woman. called, but she's like, she's a wheelchair woman. She's, uh, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she exactly. helps it out. So she's exactly. Like, no, she helps, she's, she's his eyes on, on the ground. Not his actual. Right. That's, that's, that's bollocks and probably made up, but I'll give you that too. Who's the third one? Um, there's definitely a third one. Uh, why Mr. is the definitely? I said Mr. Glass. He can't that's walk. made up as well. No, he's... You've seen Unbreakable. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on. There we go. There's three. Done. Again, I'm not saying every one of them should be a superhero, but I feel like... This is the start. This is an origin story. And um, Ben could go either way right now for me. I think he might I'm, be down. You, he might be going down the... with you. I could go either way at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> I might continue with this this charade, charade, however. Or just sat the old thing off. So now's the time to drop in the no context neighbours quote of the week. My favourite moment of every week. So I guess you got a pretty smooth bod. Oh, thanks. Oh, sorry, was that the quote? <laughs> that was the quote. It was indeed.
Great. So next we're going to talk about the Lou uh, slash Paul storyline because they kind of blend one into another. Uh, so Lou and Carol have been dating uh, and things are going pretty well. Uh, Carol comes around for dinner, but ends up feeling like a bit of a Cheryl replacement. So she starts cooling off. So Lou goes to Phil for advice. Uh, also while he's doing advice, he helps him with his tax returns. Uh, how many dodgy receipts has Lou got? <laughs> He's got so so many. He's he's well, trying to he's trying to claim kind of on character. a he's trying to claim on a TV, which is I thought, I thought these bits were quite funny. I was I was quite I was all right with this because he had a massive box and it was just like Phil kept pulling out the receipts saying, "How you what? Why do you think you're going to get money back on this?" And Lou had a brilliant answer for each each one, each more ridiculous than the than the next. <laughs> I thought that was quite. I thought it was quite a good bit that. Yeah, that's what you know. What I think, I think to be honest with you, at that moment, I think both Lou and Phil, who was checking his tax returns, could probably both be superheroes. If I'm being honest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There is a point I want to make about Lou a little bit later on. So Paul is very keen to earn some money with our jobs with Hannah. Uh, So they end up doing a, a job for Lou. Uh, which is cleaning out his, his garage and all these old car parts. Uh, so they, they bring them over to Imagine Harold's house and Imagine Harold are not very happy with this and then accost Lou for that. And then, so Lou brings Lolly over while they're, while they're discussing this. Uh, Lolly starts playing with what do we suspect to be uh, a fucking weapon. It, it looks like it's a bomb. Was... Lou, an arms dealer in the past. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I've, I've got to just ask a question. So I'm the weird one on the outside here who's not re-watching these. I've only ever watched these once. Are you getting a bit bored? Because you watch, you're watching these episodes and you seem so enthusiastic about it, but then you're like, oh, I wonder if this one's a superhero. I wonder if this one's an arms dealer. No. Lou is one of the most boring people alive who just happens to be a bit of a dodgy grifter, grafter person who like, owns a pub and that's it. I don't no, know I... how this bomb comes into it. Yeah, it's, it's an artillery shell that the kid just starts playing with. Lou thinks it's a paperweight at first. It and he's like, no, it's not a paperweight. Well, it's, it's, like, oh, it's a paperweight because if it was still a bomb, it would still have the... And then realises it's still got the fucking the plug thing in it. Yep, and then so we're like, oh shit, this is this could blow up the whole of Ramsey Street. This is the end. We watch these episodes on Daily Motion. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all re- they're posted by who is it? Uh, Neighbours UK fans forever. Neighbours UK fans forever. Good effort. Cheers. You're letting us do this podcast. Well, I don't know if you're letting us. You might not know about it. Um, but he, he cut the bit of the episode off where we find out what happened. With this artillery shell. I was like, oh, this is a bit of excitement for once. Don't know what happened. Well, I, I did do a little bit of research to, to find out. I know, but I want to know what actually happened, not what happened What happened in your head. <laughs> so what happened is that they called the bomb squad uh, and they, they do confirm that it is a paperweight. Um, and then we rejoin Lou and, yeah. So, so there's no, the no drama. drama anyway. Oh. They create the drama and then completely just defuse it instantly. 
Um, so they're all back at home and they're chilling out and they all decide to go for a game of bowls to, to relax after having a bomb scare, uh, which Lou tries to cheat to win. Uh, how would you relax after a bomb scare? Oh, that's a good question. Would you go play? I mean, it depends. Like, if it's, it, am I a completely irrational fucking idiot who thinks a paperweight is a bomb? Because, I mean, it doesn't make any difference. I'm probably having a fucking panic attack and starting killing people myself now. But an actual bomb, actual bomb. At threat, least we now know. know why Tim would go to prison. He'd start <laughs> fucking killing people after finding a paperweight in his garage. I think, I think crown green bowling is a pretty good way to relax. Now, I know for a fact, talking of backstories, you have a, a crown green bowler in your family. You've got the history. Is it considered a relaxing pastime? Or I imagine it could also get a little bit feisty, maybe. Maybe a bit much. What's your thoughts on the matter? It definitely can get feisty uh, because you're in close proximity with your with your opponent. Uh, so there's a lot of kind of mind games and a lot of uh, body language as well, you know. Uh, trying to put each other off. No, not necessarily putting each other off, but... A lot of drinking as well, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. there's a couple of pints been sanked as well already before before play even begins. So everyone's a little bit leery. Um, and then there's obviously the, there's obviously more drinks after the game as well. And if it was a tight game afterwards, it could... Yeah, it can... It doesn't end well. Um, well, that sounds good, though, after a bomb scare. So you chill out, you do a bit of bowling, but then you get... It's a nice big piss up as well. Celebrate not getting blown up by a paperweight. I think that sounds pretty good. What? Well, it's all right, Sunday. That <laughs> is it a Sunday? I, mean, I don't, we don't know what the days are. Could be any day. Could be any day of the fucking week. Doesn't really <laughs> matter. They could put ten episodes in one day. Drag shit out. I don't know anymore. It's the it's the neighbors' universe, isn't it? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the neighbors' universe. Uh, I would absolutely, I think a Lou and Harold, a young Lou and Harold spin-off series would be absolutely fucking gold. Uh, and I, I've, had to, I, I've had some ideas about casting it as well. Uh, would you like to hear them? Are you off work at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of time on my hands. But Lou and Harold are a good comedy duo. True. Gotta give them that. Definitely. Yeah. They are a good comedy duo. So a young Lou and Harold on little capers together, Lou getting into little scrapes, and I think it'd be absolutely fantastic. Uh, so to play Harold, I think Chris Pratt would be really good. Um, he can do the comedy, but he can uh, he can do the bumbling. Uh, how did how does Chris Pratt become Harold? I I see what I mean. I see what you mean because I mean. Chris Pratt's funny, but I think he needs to start off a bit, a bit nerdier. Well, you've seen him. Have you seen Parks and Rec? Yeah. I think I'm pretty much thinking Chris Pratt, and that is, is <laughs> a good Harold. Uh, I'd also like for to play a young Lou. I'd like Jonah Hill. I thought Jonah Hill when you asked that, me to that's do this fine. Week. Yes, something we agree on. 
do you do you think we could get them? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably. If Wrexham can get there, like the multi, spin him, spin him like the multi-million-dollar uh, idea of the the neighbours multiverse, and I think yeah, it's obviously a franchise. So why wouldn't they want to get involved? Yeah, I'm you not went, like. Go on. I'm thinking like a limited series, like a ten-episode series, just. See, you went, you went big, you went big Hollywood there. I, I thought that was John Hill, but then I was thinking a little bit closer to home, maybe. And then I was thinking, um, like the two guys from the in between us, like the Will as Harold, yeah, yeah, Will as Harold, and then I thought Jay uh, as Lou, just bullshitting all the yeah, time. Yeah, just just a bit, a bit more dorky, nerdy, because Chris, Chris Pratt. He's he's quite a big guy, but those those two, yeah, that fits more in my head anyway. Fantastic! I'm glad we could come to agreements on all this. <laughs> uh, I I would also uh, not as a young Lou, but as a slightly more uh, grizzled Lou, maybe before just before he comes to neighbours. Uh, I would like to see Brian Cranston in the role as Lou. You know, actually, just just a fantasy recast of where they are now would be pretty funny to see Cranston do that. <laughs> because we we've, we've seen the comedy with Malcolm in the Middle, and we've seen the series with Breaking Bad. So, you know, if, if we want to do a gritty remake, then that'd be perfect. Will Ferrell recast in into it right now as um, Harold? Yeah, Will Ferrell would be good. His daddy's home, kind of. Yeah. yeah, that'd be really good. So you weren't on board with the, this neighbours verse at all at first, but I think I've I think I've won you round both round now. So now we're going to talk about the Sarah storyline. Uh, so she goes on a double date with Kim, uh, which goes really well until Carl tries to psychoanalyze Sarah a little bit. Uh, Susan and Sarah have a good girly catch up uh, while Carl calls Kim uh, to matchmake for them. Uh, which seems to propel the romance even further. Susan is always drinking wine. If you think that's any scene with Susan, she has always got wine in her hand. Uh, is, it a problem at, a, is it a problem at this point? You're getting her at the weekend though, aren't you? She's been at work all week. We don't see her at work all week because that's at another school a hundred miles away. She comes home. She doesn't do bowls to relax she gets pissed in her house with a merlot i say fair play to her why not and that's pretty much how my weekends have now gone as well so <laughs> i i totally get where she's coming from i think she's fucking annoying though if we're talking about susan like she's constantly saying oh let's fix these two up why don't you want to fix these two up and then carl fixes them up and then she says whoa why are you fixing them up She's fucking well <laughs> annoying. I can't be arsed with her. She can fuck off to the other school if she wants. She's doing my head in. But I'd get why she's drinking all the time. <laughs> I, I think with well, I think she's drinking midweek as well. Which is my Why do you think that? Because there was an episode where her and Kim, when they had remember when they had no food in the house apart from a tin of carrots? Yeah. So he went out. No, it was one limp carrot. She had, he had one limp carrot and he made a joke out of it. And I thought it was very sexual and unnecessary. <laughs> you know, I imagine it probably was a limp carrot after how much they had to drink. Because then they were they woke up late the next morning, didn't they? And then Carl 
wanted to speak to her and she's like, I'm running late. She's like, oh, fucking hell, I'm running late. I'm hungover. You fucking call me later. Got to go teach all these lot now. You think she was pissed on a school night? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think that would never I think happen. Drinking, I think she's drinking. <laughs> yeah, I think she's drinking midweek now as well. Slippery slope, that. I think it is, yeah. We can never tell when Neighbours is happening. We've said this before. Could be any time. Uh, another point I want to bring up is that when the double date is happening between Carl and Susan and, and Kim and Sarah, uh, Kim is convinced that he knows Sarah from somewhere. And we find out that Sarah had a modelling career beforehand. Uh, but it was an overseas modelling career. Well, what are you doing? Like, they can't see that because this is a podcast, but you've just done the, like, the air quotes there. Why Why have you done that around I overseas? I feel like over, overseas modelling is... You think porn? For nude. I'm not, I was going to say porn, but definitely oh. nudes. Definitely nudes, at least. If you're doing something overseas, it's because you don't want people in your own country to see your, your parts. Tim, you lived overseas for a bit. <laughs> I mean, that was actually overseas, though. Was so, it though? Was it though? I, f- I feel like this is. If I if I, I mean, type oh, in, he's, like, he's in your very, he's, look at his face. He, you can't see this again because <laughs> it's a podcast. He did that thing, and they, I think they said this on Line of Duty or something. If you look off to a corner when someone asks you a question, you're clearly <laughs> bullshitting, and that's what Tim was doing. All over the place. Yeah. Oh, he's shuffling in his chair. You can't see him. <laughs> but he is very unsure right now. Yeah, I'm a naked Overseas. Model. It's it's out now, I'm afraid. I was more thinking, we, we, we give Jay a lot of shit for maybe making stuff up. This is definitely made up. That this overseas thing, meaning you're a naked model, is all in your head. No, I think that's code. I really do. I think there's absolutely code. If you're gonna, why, if you're a model, why wouldn't you model at home? Why would you go overseas to do it? So many reasons. Like, I, like I don't that know logic, how it though. came about. I love that logic. If you if you could do something at home, why would you ever go anywhere else? If you could stay at home, why would you leave it? It makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> She could have won a competition that meant she could go to New York for six months. And she's like, nah, I prefer Ramsey Street. No, I'm, I'm not convinced. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> that is decided. Don't take yeah. the naked lady idea away from me. <laughs> uh, uh, Want to talk about Caitlyn's storyline? Is she naked as well? No. Uh, although I did do some research about the, the actress afterwards. Um, I did a wee bit of research about some of the actresses. Some of them have not had good lives. <laughs> I'm oh not going to put this in the podcast, but <laughs> some of them have not had good lives at all. In what way? Uh, so the girl who played Anne uh, was held hostage in a terrorist attack. And her oh. dog bit her finger off. <laughs> at the same time no two separate occasions Aww. fuck you it's going in the podcast that's the, that's the best thing you've said all day it could be made up again but I'm willing to believe it's real at this stage well done there's not really much to talk about with the Caitlin storyline to be honest 
so Toddy sets. So Josh comes in to Toddy's uh, afternoon radio show now. Uh, now he's on on prime time, drive time, uh, and Toddy sets up a competition for Josh to to win a date with him straight away, uh, which you know doesn't warn Josh about this. Uh, and then he doesn't even. It's not even a competition. He gives the the, the call of the answers. Uh, but then we find out later on that Caitlin was the caller and she won the date with her own boyfriend. Uh, Anticlimactic. Yes, very much so. But then we it find was out shit, that. It, it was really shit, I thought. Yeah, he went nowhere as well. And then but then we do find out that Josh has been exaggerating his injuries a bit. Because Caitlin does that thing where you fall where you, you go back on your chair a little bit and go on the line. Like what you get told off for doing as a kid, like where you're on the back, you know. The chair's got four legs for a reason, that kind of thing. So she does that, falls off. But then Josh, in a potentially superhero fashion, like, oh, it, it, do you know what scene it reminded me of? Do you no. know the one in Spider-Man? Yeah, it is like that. It is a bit like that. Yeah. And, it, when we catch, and then he catches all the, the food as yep. well. It, it was a bit like that. I'll give you it that It was one. a bit like that. But then she's like, wait a minute. That was your injured arm. Dun, dun. Dun. And then we find out next episode that he's like, yeah, I've just been lying about my injuries because I uh, I want a bit of time off. Uh, That's fair. I was giving him a bit of shit last time. I was saying he was a bit of a bitch. That wouldn't put him out for two weeks. Turns out it was all a work and he got me as well. Fair play to him. Well done, Josh. I quite like the guy now. I like him. Seems all right. Well, his coach is a bit of a dick, isn't he, really? Mm. Sounds like he could be, but then he was—he went and just tr- spoke to Ruth, tried to get him back in the training. He just wants him to be a member of his swim team. Don't know. His shorts were fucking tiny, though. He was walking around like if you're in the swimming pool or swimming baths, wear short shorts. Brilliant. He was getting about like the doctor's surgery outside the coffee shop in the smallest pair of shorts I've seen since we all went on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to post some of those photographs on Twitter now, aren't we? Yeah. Do you know what? They're my running shorts now. What? (laughs) Are you serious? I hope you're not. I I hope you're joking. I'm serious. They're my running shorts Because they've got zips on them, so I can put my keys in there and my phone. (laughs) They're horrendous. Right? I know you're in charge of the social media shit and everything, but you're going to have to put a picture of you in them shorts up with this podcast so that people can see the cat. How do you run in those? Say like that. I don't, I don't know why you're running in them. <laughs> They're horrendous. Well, if you want to find out what the, uh, what the shorts look like, then you'll have to follow our Twitter, won't you? Our watch neighbor. Uh, Definitely worth a look. Definitely worth a look. There wasn't any, there was no other storylines to talk about, was there really? Um, no, I think we're out of stories. Oh, no, there was the Libyan Toady one. When Libby's trying to find out who saved Erisburg High because they've had a massive influx of of uh, applicants enrollments. You could uh, say Toady was actually a, a bit of a superhero in this, but no, 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 no. No, you didn't. You chose not to choose this storyline. The one that is someone actually does something heroic and <laughs> like saves people. Genuine good deed. Selfless. No, not for this one. You thought about it with the the poor little cripple boy. I don't know. <laughs> so there you go. 
Tory saved the day. He's trying to save the school, but he didn't want any uh, recognition for it. He wanted to keep it on the DL. Um, he just wanted to do a good thing. He didn't want any of the um, the fanfare or anything. Libby wanted him to be in the paper and all that. He didn't want any part of it. He just wanted to do a good deed. And he wanted to do it for Carl and Susan, who'd looked after him for a bit and let him stay at their house and that. What a good guy. I'm a bit disappointed that they didn't drag out this storyline. I don't want to say drag out because that makes it sound like they're making it longer than it needs to be. But I thought there was going to be a bit of a mystery about who this guy was and then it was just Tody. I thought it was going to be longer than a couple of days. I thought we were going to think it was Tody, a few other people, possibly. I thought Tody was the red herring. I thought Tody was the obvious red herring. Like it was with the uh, when they were leaving road signs in Harold's back garden. I thought Tody was again the obvious red herring there. But it turns Do, would out you say... Off- like we all know he's in it for a long time. We're only we're only just dipping our toe into the neighbours universe at the moment. But um, would you call Toady the conscience of the show? No, I called Harold the conscience of the show. No chance. No, Harold's too much of a dipshit. That surely that that surely makes even more of the conscience of the show, though, right? I feel like, no, because Tony's there. He's involved in a lot of stuff. He's a good guy. He's selfless. He's the... I'd say Tony is the beating heart of the show. I think you maybe misunderstood the question because I think that's the same thing. (laughs) I mean, as as far as what I think Adam meant, I think that's the same thing. Would like would the show exist without Tony? Would all these other... would Would you want to watch as much? Would, like, it be as good... Who's the brain of neighbours? Just I don't I don't even know where to start. I, who's the Spider Man? <laughs> who's the legs of neighbours? You know, it's not Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Toadie was new? Because I I remember when he was a new character, thinking he was a fucking weirdo. Ver- no? Yeah, I do. Because he had like he was. He- he was the last one to come in with with his family of Rebecca's. Mm. I remember it because he had an older brother called Stonefish, who was a bit of a badass, who got, got into a bit of trouble. And then it was like, oh, Tony's the younger one. He's a bit of a troublemaker, but like a fun troublemaker. And that's when Kyle and Susan took him in because he was friends with Billy. Because um, he says just fucked off. Yeah, pretty much. And then part of the reason why he says he was doing the good deed with getting the school back on back going was because he messed up on muck up day which I'm guessing is some sort of prank day at school and I think that might have been the reason why Susan might have lost the job a little bit indirectly and that's why he was trying to do something like a good thing for for the Kennedys so there you go I know some shit as well <laughs> I'm done and I'm not going to accuse you of making that up you can I might have done <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's so far-fetched that if you say even if you're bullshitting if you make it sound like you know what you're talking about people will believe you that is your biggest mistake no one believes you <laughs> so I'm not convinced at all I feel like Luke Carpenter uses that he, you know he believes everything he's about so that's I bullshit people Monday to Friday it's 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 fine Admittedly, they're like eight years old, but still, that's tricky. It's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. And then drink wine Saturday to Sunday. Sometimes on a Wednesday, too. 
Oh, dangerous, dangerous. Uh, right, I think we should move into predictions then. Yes, uh, this is yes. my favourite part of the show. Especially now that we've got the neighbours verse. Anything's possible. <laughs> Woo! Uh, so the next lot of episodes we're going to watch are 3003 to 3035. No, that's not right. That's not, that's right. not right. That's not right. <laughs> Fuck you know. Let's try that again. Uh, so the next episodes we're going to watch are 3033 to 3035. Just three episodes this time. Nothing, nothing too taxing this week. Uh, so I'm going to ask you where we think we might be with the storylines. Uh, Libby and Darren, is Libby going to forgive Darren for kissing Shannon? I don't think she even knows yet, because I, I think you made that She's going to find it in the paper. Fucking hell. She works for the paper. And she's going to find it in the paper because the paper gets delivered because Paul's not on deliveries anymore. So is she going to forgive him or is this going to be curtains? Is this the, let's not forget, this is the second time he's cheating on her. But did she know about the first one? Uh, that's a good point. I think, well, how many episodes we got to watch? Three. Three. I three. think during this time, they will be done. I'm not saying they won't get back together at some point, but I think for over these next few episodes, I think that she will be fucking fuming, and I reckon they're done for at least these three episodes. Okay. Uh, the Ben storyline. Tim, I'm going to come to you for this one. So this whole Ben-Jeff thing, where the fuck is this going? I mean, supervillain, probably. Take, take out the... Put aside the neighbours verse for a second. <laughs> this is just... Regular neighbours now. Mm. Where is this storyline ending up? I feel like it's already done. Are you two even interested in this at this point? I think it's kind of done as well. I thought it was going to kick off a bit more when he showed him the video of the crash. I thought it was going to lead to a bit of a falling out and that. But by the end of the episode, he was like, he's fine. Don't worry about it. So That I think would have been is... the thing to do. Like, that's kind the of kick done. off for something. It's do kind of the... done. Yeah, do you think the writers are bored of this storyline? Are they just going to quietly shuffle off into the night? Like Ben, with his, like ben. With his frame. <laughs> actually, that's what I'm going to predict happens, actually. They just go away. I can't see the, I can't see anything really going on with this. I think maybe Jeff might try it on a little bit more with Ruth and Phil knocks him out or something. Maybe something more like that because I think Ben's Ben's just getting better now. He seems to be just getting on with it. I don't I don't really see any anything going on there. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, what other storylines have we got going on here? Uh, why, weird kid Paul? Why does he want money? Why is he trying to earn money all of a sudden? And is he going to get into any other scrapes? Weird money. Kid Paul already sounds like a superhero name. <laughs> of all the people you could have gone for, he's the one that's a, like he's a bit of a fringe character. He's unpredictable. He's a bit odd. He's an outsider. He's he's a he's an alien. He's like a, one of the distant cousins of Superman. It is weird that we don't know what he wants the money for yet. And he was happy to get anything as well. It was like, it, I'll give you $5 for this. He was like, fucking $5. Nice one. He just wants a little bit of money for something. I am not sure what this might be for. Actually, Is I've it got drugs? A Actually, no, I've got a theory. I reckon he wants to take Hannah out on a date. Uh, Lassiter's, the nice restaurant in Erinsborough. 
What do you think their like their relationship is? Because she's just helping him out a little bit. There doesn't really seem to be. There's no like hand holding or anything like that. It's not like it's all kicking off. I don't. They just seem to be pals, and she's helping him because he's a bit of a dope and she's bored. I can't see anything. Re- it's like us and you, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'd like. I'd like. I hope something might happen with them, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's a good idea. Um, and then we've got the we've got the Sarah Carl storyline. Where where do we think this is going? Is Sarah and Kim going to actually be in a relationship, or is 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 something? I think I think they'll get it on a little bit. Um, and then when Carl sees them together, maybe on a couple of dates, he he, he says, "Whoa, what are you doing with him?" And she's like, well, yeah, you know, why don't we get it on? And then Susan won't be there. She'll be pissed somewhere else. I don't know. Well, um, no, I feel I think- like Carl was pushing him together to get Sarah out of the way. Like, I, I don't think at this point Carl actually wants Sarah. I think he's Not like, I need point. to get rid of this fucking problem. So I'm going to I think, yeah, I agree with you. But then, but, but then I think when he sees them two, maybe nothing major, but maybe a little bit, it all comes back. Feelings. Yeah, maybe. Well, those are some good predictions. Uh, so thank you very much for, for joining us on this podcast. Adam, Tim, you've been good friends and we've watched some good neighbours. Oh, I've got that the wrong way around, haven't I? Fuck. He still said the around, right stuff. I said the right stuff. I feel, like, I feel like you should keep doing it, but then but do it slightly differently every single week. And then it'll be like the season finale. And then it's like, oh, is he finally going to get the catchphrase right? And then that's that's how it ends. We don't know that there's people. There's gonna be no season if... finale with this. What? There's no season. There's no season finale. There's no finale. There's it, no off season. Just, this is it we'll now. Just, there's no off season we'll for neighbors. <laughs> and if there yeah. was an off season, it'd be filled with neighbors verse stuff to get you know to keep people going. So, <laughs> so there's no end in sight here. This is this is a juggernaut. This is an unstoppable train. So. Uh, <laughs> Choo choo, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 and that's why we end the podcast.